the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The man suspected of placing two devices that looked like pressure cooked in a New York City subway is now in custody. New York City police haven't released details on the man's apprehension, and charges have not been announced. But officers say the man seen in surveillance video has been arrested. Logan County, West Virginia sheriff deputies identify the suspect as 26-year-old Larry Kenton Griffin II, who they say they have arrested three times in the last eight years. The discovery of the cookers Friday led to an evacuation and roiled the morning commute. Authorities determined they were not explosives. I'm Mike Hempen. Protesters gathered outside Hong Kong's government headquarters have peacefully dispersed after fellow demonstrators urged them to go home. More details at srnnews.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka is appalled by the reaction to the mass shootings. Would you visit that location to express your support for the survivors? Or would you fundraise? Because if you're... Senator Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris. It is the Democrat Party today. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The Patriot has given away a pair of tickets to the State Fair, but not just tickets to the State Fair, also a new pair of boots as well. We've partnered with Chet Shoes to give away these tickets plus the pair of boots, and you can sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. Good Sunday afternoon, Twin Cities. Let's look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. 76 today for the high and mostly sunny skies. And we've got Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show coming up right now here on the Patriot. Bye for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And 12 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into our broadcast today. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also reach us via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. If you'd like to check us out on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and give us a like on Facebook, and you'll keep up on all of the things we have planned for these very shows. As always, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, the Guest of Palooza continues on the broadcast today as we are honored to welcome at this time 
Uh, Liz Wheeler, who is the host of Tipping Point with Liz Wheeler on One American News Network. Her Final Point videos have garnered millions of views on social media. Uh, she's a graduate of Penn State University and has been named a top 10 30 under 30 rising conservative star by Red Alert Politics and been profiled by Political Magazine as a titan of conservative media. We're having Liz on the broadcast today to promote a book that she has authored recently. It's a book entitled Tipping Points, How to Topple the Left's House of Cards. And by the way, that is AM 1280, the Patriots Book of the Month. If you'd like to win a copy, feel free to give us a call, 651 289 4488. First caller gets a copy of the book to enjoy. And with that, we are honored to be joined by the aforementioned Liz Wheeler. Liz, welcome to the broadcast today. How are you? Brad, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. That's really exciting, by the way, that my book is your book of the month. That's awesome. Well, that's why you're here. You know, we want to entice more people <laughs> to, uh, you know, jo- uh, join our fan club and have opportunities to get more copies of the book. But we've only got one to give away thus far, so I'm sure they're. Uh, in fact, I see our producer answering the phone right now. So, <laughs> so it's oh, that's so awesome! Popular demand. Well, thank you to whoever called in. I hope you enjoy the book. It's I, you know, I poured my heart and soul into this book. I really think um, I'm really proud of it. I think it's exactly what so many people in the conservative movement ask for all the time. They ask for tactics. They ask how they can help defeat the radical left when you know the squish Republicans in Congress don't do anything about it. I wrote this book for everyday people, people who listen to your show, to teach them how they can take part in this fight. And and by the way, congratulations on the book's success. I believe you announced a, a couple of weeks ago. I saw the announcement on Twitter. It was, uh, what, number four as far as uh, political subjects, political books go on uh, on Amazon. Is that, Do I remember that correctly, Liz Wheeler? Yeah, yeah. We got up to, we got up to number three, actually. I think oh, the video, yeah. you're correct. It was number four at that time. We got up to number three on Amazon's bestseller list in the politics and uh commentary category and then just this week we got on the bestseller list on the publisher's weekly bestseller list so it's been a very exciting couple of weeks and i imagine a, a book like this you know you talk about uh, the the uh, ever lefting uh, lurch that the uh, democrat party is taking today specific you look at the presidential candidates and one of the debates one of the more infamous moments the moderator asked you know which candidates here supports allowing free health care for illegal aliens, you know, those entering the country illegally. Every single one of them, I think there were 10 on the panel at the time, raised their hand. Uh, that's even further left than we could have imagined with uh, Barack Obama running in 2008, yet here we are, Liz Wheeler. I know. it's it, The funniest part of that whole uh, raise your hand shtick was that CNN realized it was such a disaster when voters actually know what the Democrats believe, that they outlawed the raise your hand bit in uh <laughs> In the subsequent <laughs> debates, which which kind of tells you all you need to know about CNN. Well, without giving away too much in your book, uh, Liz Wheeler, what is some of the maybe in general kind of some of the tipping points you're you're pointing to, and uh, specifically some of the techniques that uh, conservatives can undertake? Because obviously, it's going to take a lot of people, yeah. all hands on deck, getting into this fight over the next uh, fifteen months until election day. So maybe, what are some of the main yeah. points that you're looking at through this book? Yeah, definitely. I, I think for a lot of people, it can be very intimidating to look at everything that the left has built their strategy and their ideology, it seems unbeatable sometimes because they're so passionate about imposing socialism on us in our country. And my book is supposed to be a reassurance that it's actually a house of cards. It's actually built on a premise of lies and deceitful rhetoric. And so I start my book by identifying what I call the five tipping points. The five tipping points are essentially the battlegrounds where the left is trying to undermine our current cultural norms and impose on us their radical leftist ideology instead. And so they go about doing this by attacking five different cultural cornerstones. They attack religion, 
They attack, um, they attack the family. They attack gender. They attack education. They attack all these different norms in our nation. And I identify one of the tipping points actually as the state of California, Brad, because I think so often conservatives discount, you know, the state of California because it's the land of fruits and nuts, it's hippie land, it's California, whatever you want to call it. But if you hit the mute button on the Democrats' rhetoric and you look at what they're doing, you know, the classic actions speak louder than words, you can see in the state of California what the radical left actually wants our nation to look like, what they want to transform our nation into. And so I walk through in my book, I walk through, first of all, let's understand what they want. And then secondary, let's understand the tactics that they're using to get what they want. And those would be the five tipping points, attacking education, attacking marriage and family, attacking Christianity and a couple of others. And then once we fully understand what they're doing and how they're doing it, then we can more easily um, go about countering their assault. And so the second half of the book, I tell conservatives how to do that. We talk about the five historical lies that the Democrats tell, you know, anything from lies on gun control to lies about our nation's history and Christopher Columbus, which is, you know, what they use as their excuse to demonize white men today. Sure. We debunk all of these lies the left tells, and then I give you 11 rhetorical tactics that you can use to actually debunk these lies when you're talking to a leftist. So from start to finish, it's a handbook of, act, of exactly what you can do to defeat the left. And uh, you, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Liz, specifically uh, on the issue regarding firearms and gun control. Obviously, in the aftermath yeah. of the mass shootings that took place in El Paso and Dayton a couple weeks ago, and then obviously this past week, the uh, officers, six officers who were shot in Philadelphia, thankfully all survived and whatnot. But it seems as though... And, and and I'm sorry, it it is the left who is always the first to engage in the political aspect of it. There literally is no time to mourn the victims, to sympathize with their loved ones who are left behind. It's immediately attacking their NRA, attacking conservatives, common sense gun control. And they never seem to articulate what common sense gun control means because they know, at least right now, confiscation is still a dirty word. But nevertheless, right. it's something that seems to be their end goal, Liz Wheeler. Oh, it's certainly their end goal. All you have to do is listen to Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris or Kirsten Gillibrand. I think it was Kirsten Gillibrand, actually, just this past week, who was talking about not only wanting a, a so-called assault weapons ban. We all know there is no such thing as an assault weapon. The left made up that term. But she said she wanted an assault weapons ban. And then she said she wanted a mandatory buyback program, which is just a misnomer, misnomer for gun confiscation. And then she even took it one step further. She said, after the mandatory buyback program, if any otherwise law-abiding American citizen is found to still own a semi-automatic rifle, then they will be slapped with an aggravated felony. They will be slapped with an aggravated felony, uh, which could send you to prison uh, if you so much as resist the government trying to take away your guns. It's absolutely insane. And what I, what I did on my show last week after Kirsten Gillibrand came out with this very radically left, very extreme position, is I had a Democrat on my show and I asked them, I was like, listen, let's wipe the slate clean right now. Pretend that you're not on the left. Pretend that I'm not on the right. Pretend that you're not just pro-gun control and I'm not just pro-Second Amendment. And tell me, of all the gun control um, policies that the Democrat politicians are pushing, what would actually have prevented any of these mass shootings. If you can convince me that it would keep our nation safe without endangering other people, I can be convinced. Convince me. And he couldn't do it. Yeah, that's an excellent point. It's because every time 
some of these proposals are brought forth, you say, okay, apply them to the most recent shooting, which you're demagoguing right. right now. What you're proposing would have done nothing to prevent the shooting, and then it just turns into, well, why do you love your guns more than your children? I mean, you can't. It, it, right. it seems like you can't reason with these people on on this on this issue in particular. I get it; it's a very emotional issue. People are, have died at the hands of firearms. There's, there's no question about it. But they say they want to have a conversation about it. But then, when there are legitimate issues brought forth by those uh, right of center, uh, it it, it ne- they're never taken seriously. It seems like right. Well, they have this they have this um, talking point they deploy where they say do something, right. do something. Mm-hmm. And so I always say to them, do what? What are you suggesting specifically? Detail to me what you're suggesting because do something could mean anything. I mean, you could be telling me to do a cartwheel. That's doing something. But what are you talking about when you say something? Tell me what your something is. And they either uh, suggest, you know, gun confiscation and the complete abolition of our Second Amendment rights, or they splutter and stutter and can't give me a concrete um, proposal, a concrete fix that they have in mind. They're just using it. They're just hijacking people's emotion and manipulating people's grief in order to push their pre-existing political agenda. And it's incumbent on all of us, Brad, you, me, your listeners, all of us to fight back against this. And I know sometimes it's tricky because the rhetorical tactics of the left are tricky. And that's why I laid out in my book exactly how to identify what tactic the left is using on any given day. And once you've identified what tactic they are using, I provide you a counter tactic to their first to their tactic. And one of the probably the most uh, uh, and and, and I, I will use this word negligent aspects of of mainstream media today, particularly you look at MSNBC or CNN when they are talking about these issues about firearms, they let these Democrat politicians just speak unobstructed, don't even challenge them, and then you realize right. when you hear some of these commentators like a like a Chris Cuomo or Jake Tapper or, or Don Lemon on on uh, CNN or Chris Hayes on MSNBC, they have they know very little to nothing about the subject in which they're demagoguing firearms. It's, it's, it's irresponsible, Liz Wheeler. It's, it's totally irresponsible. It's also very easily debunkable. So one of my 11 tactics that I teach is called asking micro questions. So when you're asking a micro question, your purpose in doing so is to expose the ignorance of the person you're talking right. to, right? So, for example, if you take guns, whenever I'm talking to someone who's advocating for a so-called assault weapon ban, I ask them very directly, I was like, what percentage of homicides every year are committed with semi-automatic rifles? Okay, it's a very basic question, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, those on the left do not know the answer. This is readily available information. You can get it off the FBI website. The FBI crime statistics every year report exactly how all homicides are committed, what weapon is, what method, all kinds of data on that. And I asked them, what percentage of homicides are you are you know are committed with semi-automatic rifles? And they don't know the answer to that. So then I say. If you don't know the answer to that, then why are you speaking with any authority on this issue? Because the truth of the matter is less than 3% of homicides, firearms-related homicides actually in our nation, are committed with rifles, and semi-automatic rifles are a subset of rifles. So why do you think that it would make any meaningful difference to ban a weapon that is only used in less than 3% of homicides when something like a semi-automatic handgun, you know, a regular Glock 19 that you keep in your house for home defense, that's used in almost 50 percent of homicides. What's going to prevent you from coming for that next? Absolutely. Well, again, just- yeah, we appreciate the uh, insight in that, Liz. And, uh, and like I say, it's it's refreshing to know that there are some folks out there in the media who have a handle on the uh, firearms issue like Liz Wheeler does. Again, she is on to promote her book, Tipping Points, 
How to Topple the Left's House of Cards. Uh, Liz, we only have a couple of minutes to go. Why don't you uh, share with the folks uh, who weren't, didn't have the opportunity to call in and get the free book, how they can uh, get their hands on this book, and then where they can find your uh, regular broadcast on One America News Network. Yeah, definitely. You can get the book wherever books are sold. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it online at Barnes & Noble, in stores and Barnes & Noble, bookstores, uh, everywhere. And I, I hope you do, and I appreciate in advance everybody who is reading this. You can catch my show, Tipping Point, singular, on One American News Network every weeknight, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Or you can catch us streaming uh, online on Facebook. We stream every day live there uh, as well. And anybody who does purchase this book, please go leave me a positive review on Amazon. I just noticed this morning there are a bunch of liberals spamming me with one-star reviews. So if you do buy it, leave me a good one. Absolutely. Once again, honored to be joined by uh, Liz Wheeler on the broadcast. Uh, Liz, appreciate your time today as always. Congratulations on the early success of this book and much more luck to come with it and uh, on your broadcast as well. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Brad. I appreciate it. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Message and data rates may apply. Guys. Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? 
Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, listener Wild Wilson just sent us a message via via our Facebook page uh, saying how Liz has some uh, great energy. I I was just going to say that coming out of the break. That if you are not a coffee drinker, just listen to a segment with Liz, and uh, you'll get it, you'll get some energy out of that. Yeah, you'll get a bump from her. No kidding. That was fantastic. Why well, I, I did err the segment, Liz, uh, with Liz Wheeler. Uh, I indicated someone was calling in to win a copy of the book. Turns out that was not the case. So the book is still available. Yes, it is. Tipping points: How to topple the left's house of cards is still available. A free copy. And again, I'm not even making you work for it. All you got to do is call in six five one. 289-4488. That is the number to call, and you win. That's all you got to do. Just be the first caller. Call 651-289-4488, and you win a copy of Liz Wheeler's book, uh, Tipping Points, How to Topple the Left's House of Cards. And again, it's number three on Amazon in the uh, political book category. So that tells you that people are snapping it up. And uh, if this book, if you aren't able to call in on time and get a copy of this book, then just go to am1280thepatriot.com, join the Freedom Fan Club, and uh, one of the perks is getting access to the August Book of the Month, which is the aforementioned uh, Tipping Points, How to Topple the Left's House of Cards uh, by Liz Wheeler. That was a terrific segment. And again, check out her fine work, uh, oann.com, for One American News Network, of course, oann.com, to find out how you can get access to her uh, broadcast. So, Fantastic guest, and we uh, we appreciate her time today. Uh, do have some other uh, issues we want to get into specifically. Uh, we did allude to a little bit this uh, last segment with Liz regarding the shooting in Philadelphia. Uh, this involved six police officers in Philadelphia being shot where there was a, a long standoff. This took place, uh, if I have the date right here, on Wednesday, last Wednesday evening. And I'll read a little bit of the uh, report from um, this from the Washington Post. Uh, local media reported that officers were attempting to serve a warrant at a house and were greeted by gunfire. One officer was shot in the head but is conscious and communicating, uh, police told the Philadelphia Inquirer. A second officer was hit in one or both arms, and the rest suffered unknown gunshot wounds. Additional officers were also receiving treatment for non-gunshot injuries and added all wounds were non-life-threatening. The officers were transported to the nearby Temple University Hospital. Thankfully, uh, all of the police officers uh, have recovered. Their wounds were treated, and I believe they've all been released, and uh, they... Uh, are going to be okay. So that that is uh, the good news. And the gunman who was, uh, there was a long standoff, it was multiple hours uh, standoff. Uh, he was eventually apprehended, and I'll read uh, Alapond, or excuse me, Jazz Shaw's account, Jazz Shaw's account, 
at hotair.com. Uh, thankfully, all the officers survive, and as of Thursday morning, had all been released from local hospitals. The good news is that the suspect was eventually taken into custody without further violence. An attorney who was familiar with the suspect had been in contact with him and was allowed to come to the scene and meet with him in person. He eventually convinced him to lay down his weapon and surrender. Uh, the shooter was identified, but as our as our policy here on this broadcast, we do not identify the shooters. Uh, but we can tell you he has a rap sheet as long as your arm involving not just drug dealing but gun crime convention, convictions and resisting arrest. And Jazz also cited from the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, again, police sources identified the gunman in a standoff at a Tioga apartment building. Uh, again, I'm not going to name his name. Uh, he's a Philadelphia man with a lengthy history of gun convictions uh, uh, and of resisting attempts to bring him to justice. The police sources declined to uh, be identified because they were not authorized to speak. I reached by phone at about 9.30 p.m. Thursday evening. Uh, Shaka Johnson, the lawyer who most recently represented the gunman, confirmed that the gunman had a connection uh, to the standoff. Uh, the gunman's history in the adult criminal justice system began in 2001 when he was 18 and was arrested with a gun that had an altered serial number. Public records show that he had been arrested about a dozen times since turning 18 and convicted six times on charges that involved illegal possession of guns, drug dealing, and aggravated assault. He has been in and out of prison he has been in and out of prison. The longest sentence handed him came in 2010 when federal judge gave him a 55-month term, which is about, if my math is correct, that is about four and a half years. So what we have concluded is given this rap sheet that he should not have been allowed to own a gun. And uh, I should have been better prepared. By the way, Jason, I'm sending you a sound clip right now of a presidential candidate, uh, Kamala Harris. So there it is right now. Sending you a sound clip right now. And oh, by the way, uh, Earl from Oak Grove is the winner of Liz Wheeler's book, Tipping Points, How to Topple the Left's House of Cards. Uh, congratulations, Earl, and thank you for listening to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, sounds like it's a terrific read. I look forward to digging into it uh, myself. So anyways, back to this uh, particular shooting in Philadelphia. Uh the gunman, again, had a length, lengthy criminal record containing firearm offenses. So it's a safe bet that there are already laws in place which prohibit him from possessing a firearm. But as we alluded to in our interview with, uh, with Liz Wheeler, the left's modus operandi is to politicize first and then never apologize when the politicization rhetoric turns out to be irrelevant to the incident in question. So making an appearance on Wolf Blitzer's program, The Situation Room, this past uh, Wednesday, uh, presidential candidate Kamala Harris, and again, this is literally, while the incident is taking place, the standoff is taking place. Uh, some of the officers had been shot by this point. They were in a negotiation to try to get the gunman to surrender. Uh, and so this was literally going on. So they asked Kamala Harris for her immediate reaction. 
And the responsible thing would have been, well, you know what? It's literally in the middle of a standoff now. We don't have all the facts. Let's wait until the facts came out. That would have been a very appropriate, prudent response. Instead, we got this. This committee is joining us here in the Situation Room. Very disturbing development. Indeed, your former Attorney General of California. What, what's your reaction to these initial reports? And I stress the word initial reports. Yeah, well, it's just when will it stop, right? I mean... Um, part of, of my focus on what we need to do around guns, smart gun safety laws is recognize that um, we have to have more enforcement around gun dealers. Uh, well, 90% of the guns that are associated with crime are sold by just 5% of the gun dealers in the United States. And so among the many plans that I have, both in the form of executive action and also in the form of legislation, one of them is to put more resources into the ATF to take the licenses of gun dealers um, who violate the law. And that includes a number of things, including when they're responsible for doing background checks, not doing them. So, but does your plan go, from your perspective, far enough? Well, there are a variety of things. First of all, let's be clear. Um, I, have, I have hugged too many mothers of homicide victims over the years. I have comes the looked at more autopsy photographs than I care to tell you. Appeal to the emotions. Of people whose lives have been ended because of gun violence. We need Congress to act. We do not lack for good ideas. We do not lack for tragedies. The failure of Congress, however, ideas. the United States Congress, to act on passing smart gun safety laws is, is, is the issue. So uh, when elected, I'll give the United States Congress 100 days to pull their act together on this and put a bill on my desk for signature. And if they do not, I am prepared to take executive action. Can't to one, that. put in place a comprehensive background check requirement. Can't two, put the resources into the ATF to take the licenses from gun dealers Can't who violate the law. And three, to ban the importation of assault So, so just to be precise, you want to... Uh... Okay, uh, we only got about uh, 30 seconds left in this segment, so a lot to unpack there, Now I'll, I'll pick that up on the other side. But there it is. I mean, again, you know, Wolf Blitzer even gave her an out. Did you hear Wolf Blitzer at the very beginning? Uh, I stress initial reports. I stress initial reports. He gave her an out to where she could have said, you know what, Wolf, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the liberty of, of, uh, of exercising a little discretion here and not comment on it until we know all the facts. That would have been perfectly appropriate. And guess what? I have a feeling Wolf Blitzer had some other subjects to cover with her, so it's not like they would have had dead air to try to fill dead air. They would have had plenty of other things to talk about. She's running for president, for crying out loud. But this is, the, this is the leftist template. It's to demagogue the situation, propose laws that would have done nothing to prevent this particular incident, and then basically come in there like some sort of dictator, say, if Congress doesn't act, I will. Well, uh, there's separation of powers. You can't do that. Uh, that kind of uh, runs afoul of the Constitution. But we'll come back on the other side, talk a little bit more about this. Take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The aftermath of the recent mass murders was a revealing one for today's Democratic Party. Indeed, almost all of the leading Democratic candidates for president chose in the week following the horrors in El Paso and Dayton to pivot their main message from Trump and Russia to Trump and racism. At least five candidates went so far as to brand President Trump as a, believe it or not, white supremacist. It's repulsive rhetoric. It's the basket of deplorables talk on steroids. And it says to every Trump supporter, you too are a white supremacist. I don't believe Trump is a racist, much less a white supremacist. This sort of rhetoric is incendiary and it's dangerous. It's also politically self-destructive and so absurd as to be laughable but for its repetition. But the Democratic candidates do not wish to argue, debate, and persuade. They wish to smear and exclude. 
They have exploited the nation's shock and fear to do so. They should turn back. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt, yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water softener experts. According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. I want to talk to you. The last time we talked, Mr. Smith, you reduced me to tears. Welcome back, Cam 12 Made Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We were talking last segment about the shooting in Philadelphia where six police officers were wounded. Thankfully, all have survived. All will recover fully. Uh, The gunman who who was going to be served with an arrest warrant obviously was resisting arrest, shot at the police officers, and after a long standoff was taken into custody without any further incident. And he has a long rap sheet, a history of resisting arrest, firearm offenses, whatever else, and legally was not allowed to own a gun. And Kamala Harris is talking about how she is, when she becomes president, is looking to suspend uh, licensed dealers from selling firearms for not administering background checks or for selling to criminals. Well, here's the thing. They conduct background checks, all right? But these, this guy, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he didn't get these firearms uh, from a gun shop or a gun show, okay? Because one of his previous arrests was for owning a firearm with a serial number scraped off of it. That doesn't come from a licensed firearm dealer. 
weapons like that, nor does it come from a gun store. So uh, once again, the left finds themselves in this position where it's demagogue first and wait for the evidence to come out later. And once the evidence comes out, that totally flies in the face of their solutions. They never feel the need to apologize. They still think they're morally correct. Remember the old uh, Tide Pod of Ida, a.k.a. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez theory. It's better to be morally correct than factually correct. That's Apparently the Democrat Party's taken on that motto. And here's the thing. Should Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, her fellow Democrat senator who's also running for president, should they be cited for using inciting rhetoric that maybe set this guy off? And maybe uh, kind of the phrase we've been using a lot this hour, tipping point. Was that the tipping point that maybe set him off? What am I talking about? Well, again, the popular notion amongst the left is right-wing rhetoric caused the shooting down in El Paso, Texas. You know, particularly Trump's white supremacist rhetoric. In fact, Kamala Harris, on this very same appearance with Wolf Blitzer, said about President Trump, he uses Twitter like a weapon and a weapon to divide the people of our country. And she basically said Trump's rhetoric is giving fuel to white supremacists. And again, it was a white supremacist, allegedly, who perpetrated the shooting down in El Paso, Texas, a couple of weekends ago. Well, if if the le- if that's going to be the standard of the left, that insightful rhetoric is responsible for gun crimes like this, then uh, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris need to play by their own rules. So about a week and a half ago, for some odd reason, they decided within about a half hour of each other on Twitter to invoke the Michael Brown shooting. You remember that about five years ago where Officer Darren Wilson got into a struggle with Michael Brown, who was identified as a suspect in a petty theft at a local convenience store. And after a struggle with Officer Wilson, uh, uh, Officer Darren Wilson got out of his police car and pursued Michael Brown because he just assaulted the, the police officer. He was in his car, and physical evidence shows that Michael Brown caused superficial injuries on Officer Darren Wilson. Well, that's assaulting police officers, so he's going to take him under arrest, and he pursued him. And apparently, how the story goes is that Brown turned around and was a physical threat to Darren Wilson, to which Officer Wilson shot him and ended up shooting him dead. And Kamala Harris, here's what she put out on Twitter a week ago Friday. Michael Brown's murder, that's right, she called it murder, Michael Brown's murder forever changed Ferguson and America. His tragic death sparked a desperately needed conversation and a nationwide movement. We must fight for stronger accountability and racial equity in our justice system. About 35 minutes later, Elizabeth Volkahannes Warren came out and said, five years ago, Michael Brown was murdered. Yeah, she used that word, murdered. Michael Brown was murdered by a white police officer in Ferguson, Missouri. Michael was unarmed, yet he was shot six times. I stand with activists and organizers who continue to fight for justice for Michael. We must confront systemic racism and police violence head on. Okay, so if we're going to use the left's rules, again, these are their rules. These are their rules. 
Would this not have possibly been a tipping point for the Philadelphia shooter to shoot these police officers? Because, again, the gunman, a black man, was shooting at some police officers. I don't know if they were all white. Because, because well, apparently police officers just indiscriminately murder black men. That If you read those tweets from Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, yeah, Officer Darren Wilson, a white officer, murdered a black man. They, they don't they don't bother to dig in deep as to why he shot Michael Brown or even broach the possibility that it was done because he was imposing a threat upon Officer Wilson. But nevertheless, they perpetuated this falsehood. So am I being facetious here? Of course I am. Because I don't hold Harris and Warren responsible for this horrible incident in Philadelphia any more than I deem President Trump at fault for the El Paso shooter or Senator Bernie Sanders for the Bernie bro who shot at Republican members of Congress when they were at a baseball practice. Remember that incident back in June of 2017? But once again, this is an example, a classic example, how progressives can't even come close to living up to the standards that they set for their political opponents. And oh, by the way, do you want to hear how the... uh, the findings of this uh, particular shooting. There was a report that came out. Obviously, any police shooting such as this is going to be thoroughly investigated, as it should. And it was investigated, and the conclusion that was reached was, given that Wilson's uh, Officer Darren Wilson's account is corroborated by physical evidence and that his perception of a threat posed by Brown is corroborated by other eyewitnesses to include aspects of the testimony of Brown's friend, there is no credible evidence that Wilson willfully shot Brown as he was attempting to surrender or was otherwise not posing a threat. So as David French writes in his National Review piece, the report flatly declared that Wilson did not act with requisite criminal intent. No credible evidence is a power statement, but if you read the report, it's a powerful statement based not just on extensive forensic evidence, but also on the courageous testimony of witnesses who feared reprisal for speaking the truth. One witness, a 50-year-old black male, told prosecutors that there were signs in the neighborhood that said snitches get stitches, yet he spoke the truth anyways. Other witnesses overcame their fears and spoke the truth. How do we have confidence that they spoke the truth? Because as the report notes, their statements have been materially consistent, are consistent with the physical evidence, and are mutually corroborative. So I have a question. Then why are two main presidential candidates on the Democrat side, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris, have consistently been amongst the top three or four in the polls of Democrat candidates Okay, in the, for, for president in 2020? How are they able to come out and just just repeat a bold-faced lie? You know, it's stunning. Do you think they actually potentially believe that lie? Or do you think maybe, you know, they may have done similar stuff that you have done? You've obviously done your due diligence on this stuff. Do you think they have as well, but just because of the political pressure, they say these things and give the idea that they do believe in this lie? Well, I... Potential lie, I should say. What I, the only thing, you know, even though they probably don't deserve it, I, I, I'll give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt here because 
part of the Depart- uh, the Obama Department of Justice's investigation into Ferguson, Missouri, they even can they even uh, concede that there was no credible evidence that Officer Wilson murdered Michael Brown. But within the Ferguson, Missouri Police Department, there were there was credible evidence of systemic racism. Okay, well. Again, they're maybe conflating it, saying, well, yeah, they're racist police officers, and one of them murdered a, 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 an unarmed black man. Yeah, Michael Brown was unarmed, but guess what? That doesn't mean he wasn't physically imposing. He was much larger than Officer Darren Wilson. So my take on this in kind of soaking this all in is maybe they're they're conflating that, saying, well, yeah, there was systemic racism within the Ferguson Police Department, which has been determined to be true, but that doesn't mean that this particular incident was racially motivated. And a thorough investigation was put forth, including, as we just read in this National Review piece, witnesses coming forth, even though they feared for their physical well-being in coming forth, but nevertheless, the truth had to be put out there. And CNN, you, the, there's the infamous picture of the, this panelist. There's like four or five women on the CNN panel all doing the hands up, symbolizing hands up, don't shoot, because the story got out there that Michael Brown said hands up, don't shoot, and then was shot anyways. That turned out to be flat out false. Didn't happen. But nevertheless, that was perpetuated. It's one thing for the media to do it, because let's be honest, uh, the media doesn't have a lot of credibility in the eyes of some. So you you should you would think we would expect better from our media, but unfortunately we don't until they give us a reason to. But when you have two mainstream, as mainstream as the Democrat Party is these days, candidates for president coming out and recounting this incident as a black man being murdered by a white officer, when this report that came out five years ago 100% refuted that, that it's, it's irresponsible. And once again, I have to go back that if it, the tides were turned, this would be... People like Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren would say, well, that's insightful rhetoric. Okay? You're going out saying that a black man was shot and killed by a white officer, and oh, looky here, not less than a week after you said that, a black man is shooting at a bunch of police officers in Philadelphia because you're basically creating this scenario where white officers just indiscriminately shoot black men. Now, am I saying that all police officer shootings are above board? Of course not. Of course not. That, that, that'd be irresponsible to say that. All right? And there truly have been incidents where, in my opinion, justice hasn't been served. But to use the Michael Brown incident as one of those, one of those it's irresponsible. Especially coming from, that, uh, from those conservative stooges called the Obama Justice Department. All right? That they themselves concluded that it wasn't a murder. So... Uh, once again, uh, the left's rhetoric on the shooting was woefully misguided. However, a lot of, this isn't being as highly touted as the El Paso shooting because it doesn't fit a it doesn't fit a lot of their narratives. You have laws in place that should have prevented this gunman from possessing firearms, yet he possessed firearms anyways. So the laws you're proposing don't prevent criminals from committing crime in this particular instance. Okay, so find out how he got these guns. That's what you need to do. You need to find out how this guy who was precluded from owning guns was prohibited from owning guns. Find out how he got them and address that issue. But until then, 
You're just making a bunch of noise, which when it comes to shootings in America today, that's all the Democrats really do. They talk about how they want real solutions, that there are great ideas. But when they say there are great ideas, it means capitulate to our ideas. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Bain Clinics of America wants to know, when's the last time you felt comfortable in your own skin? Are you kidding me? I haven't worn shorts in years. Every summer, I'm the only guy on the beach wearing long pants. Wearing slacks to hide my compression hose sure doesn't make me feel any younger. Listen, you're not alone. Many men and women are embarrassed about their bulging varicose and spider veins, not to mention the pain and how uncomfortable they make you feel. I would get home from work and my legs were swollen and throbbing. Why deal with this any longer? Let Vein Clinics of America help you discover healthy, better-looking legs. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leading expert in the minimally invasive treatment of vein disease. Imagine wearing a swimsuit or shorts with confidence and getting back to normal activities. It's time to feel comfortable in your own skin again. VCA accepts most major insurance plans. Call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-606-1010. 800-606-1010. That's 800-606-1010. Get that back shack attack. Back shack barbecue. She founded HotAir.com and Twitchy. She's a conservative columnist and blogger with millions of followers. On September 24th, The Patriot is bringing an evening with Michelle Malkin to the Ames Center in Burnsville. Join us for conversation about the border crisis, the recent chaos on the left, and how it all impacts the 2020 presidential race. Tickets start at just $12.80 with VIP upgrades available. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm thinking one of these days, I just should have all Weird Al bumper tunes. Why haven't we been doing that this whole time? I know, right? Just curious. I'm thinking I ought to switch up my themes. Is this your favorite one of his? 
Uh, I don't know about that. It's mm-hmm. up there. Because I, I like I'm fat, too. That's what Oh, how could you not? Right. All right, one final segment. Man, I just want to keep listening. On the broadcast. <laughs> Man, that's okay. We got next week. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there's. Uh, uh, I, I do have a theme. And uh, have you ever figured out what it is, Jason? My no, theme? No, no. I have okay. been doing the show for you almost. Jeez, is it coming up on six months soon? I, th- I think it's almost been six months. I, I still don't know exactly how you pick your music. Okay, yeah, and uh, I, I never tell the board ops until la- until they no. leave, until they're you know signed because inevitably mm-hmm. I, I you know guys move on to bigger and better things. So mm-hmm. I, I let them know once they're out the door. Well, how? But uh, the only one to ever guess it without any hints at all was uh, Lee Michaels, our mm-hmm. operations manager, right. because he worked in top forty radio yes. forever. So. He kind of has backstories on musicians and bands mm-hmm. and whatnot. So there is something in common uh, mm. amongst a member of the band, okay. of each band that I pick. Mm. Okay. I mean, so. I've only been working in radio for less than a year now, so i got to wait until i got 40 years like Lee does before I guess I'll figure it out. Right. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, I do want to uh, uh, get to this uh, particular story. Uh this is something that uh, radio titan, conservative titan Rush Limbaugh, who I've been a longtime admirer of, has said forever on his show and that what's good for Democrats means it's bad for the country. And what I mean by that is Democrats are willing to see things wrong with this country, go bad in this country, and then just exploit upon it. And um, that in, that doesn't include just merely the Democrat leftist politicians. That includes their uh, supporters and Bill Maher, of course, of Real Talk with Bill Maher. I, I'll be honest; I've given Bill Maher credit where credit is due. He's been fantastic on free speech, particularly uh, ripping Antifa and how they were basically causing riots at uh, the Cal Berkeley campus a couple of years ago because they didn't like the fact that Ben Shapiro or Ann Coulter were going to come in to speak. And Bill Maher's been terrific on on free speech, even defending speech of people he disagrees with politically. So I give I give my props to Bill Maher every once in a while, but this is this is one area where I do not. Uh, this is from HotAir.com. Uh, Bill Maher, uh, his it doesn't just uh, the host of HBO's Real Talk with Bill Maher talk show doesn't just think a recession is a swell idea to ensure the defeat of President Trump's reelection bid in 2020. Bill Maher thinks it would be very worth it. It's not even the first time the unhinged Trump opponent has made such a statement. Back in June of 2018, I wrote about uh, Mars hope for a good old-fashioned recession. At the time, he said, I think one way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. So please, bring on the recession. Sorry if that hurts people, but it's either root for recession or you lose your democracy. Sorry if that hurts people. Bill Maher and his ilk uh, uh, breathe such rarefied air that when such insane, destructive thoughts pop into their brains, there is no filter, and his audience applauds his bad behavior. In the opening monologue, Maher refers to Trump, Trump's campaign rallies as Nuremberg rallies, so that's special. His guests this week are Never Trump or political consultant Rick Wilson and journalists Betsy Woodruff and Carl Hulse. In other words, three Never Trumpers, which is standard. So what set him off this week? Well, it was Maher's claim uh, Mark claims that the Trump administration is evil for rolling back job-killing regulations in the Endangered Species Act. Well, you know, again, this is reminiscent of uh, Dick Gephardt back in the, uh, I want to say it was late 90s, maybe early 2000s, 
where there was some high-profile corporate scandals that were taken. Well, it was during the George W. Bush administration, so it had to be the early 2000s. I think it was 2002 midterm elections. And obviously, George W. Bush was a popular incumbent at that time because you know a year earlier, 9-11 had happened, and he was getting bipartisan lauding for how he was handling that particular situation and the global war on terror. Obviously, that support eventually fell by the wayside, but at the time, he was very popular. And there were some scandals, corporate scandals, that Democrats seized upon and thought that they could pin on Republicans. And Dick Kephart basically was hoping for news of these scandals to continue because that means that the Democrats could pick up seats in the House and then thwart the George W. Bush agenda. And I forget who I forget who else said it, a prominent leftist, obviously, basically saying for every drop, one point drop in the stock market means another seat in the House for us and putting a dent in that Republican majority. So this is just seems to be standard for, for leftists, where they hope for things that are bad for this country because it's good for them. And Marr, you know, a recession, what does he care? What does he what kind of skin does he lose? All right? How many millions is he worth? So what he might lose pales in comparison to a family of four where, you know, dad might be a, uh, I don't know, dad might be an engineer, mom is a homemaker, and they're just struggling to make ends meet. And, well, you know, sorry if it hurts you, but um, it's the only way to save our democracy, which is always hyperbole because we're never in danger of losing our uh, democracy the way we choose our candidates. It's silly, but... You know, they gotta they gotta try to entertain and feel like they're informing when they really aren't. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. As always, AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all up. Matt and Kelly love the county fair because the food's as much fun as the rides. It's why they secure their dentures with super poly grip to make sure everything is on the menu. Sounds like a house party. I'm here. That's Aunt Marie. She likes to turn up in style. And thanks to Polydent, her denture is so clean and fresh, she can work the room with confidence. Polydent. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen. And it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the Liberty Bell and its crack. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. 
Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. It's Bucks for Books at Lucky Stations. Come into our store, spend $5 or more on any item, mention AM1280 The Patriot, and get a $5 Office Depot gift card. What could be better? Bucks for Books. Visit LuckyStations.com or your neighborhood store. AM1280 The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.